choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? It's Kel's, Kel Pod. This is Thanks for Asking Kel's Podcast, episode 245. I'm Kel's at KMGZ on Twitter. What's up? I'm back. Um, hope y'all's weeks have gone well. Um, your holiday weekend, your Memorial Day, and all of that. Um, it's been unseasonably not so warm, but I think um, we're starting to move into the temperatures it's supposed to be, and it's getting a little humid, which means it's going to get real interesting for this quarantine. New York City about to open up a little bit, though, and, you know, because our cases are starting to go on the down slope, just as you nignogs running through the south like you ain't got no sense going to all these parties and everything are starting to peak, so that's going to be interesting because um, I'm curious to see if they're going to institute interstate travel bans because... Let me tell you something, New York City, we ain't we ain't trying to go back to, to, to what it was. And the rest of y'all are running around like it's a joke. Y'all about to find out. I think it's um, unfortunate that this idea has gotten out that, or seems to have gotten out that this only affects African Americans. What it affects is people who have, you know, weakened immune systems and pre-existing uh, conditions such as, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, asthma, all these things that a lot of folks in them, in them red states with poor healthcare service, poor education, poor everything suffer from. So, um, I think fall is going to be ridiculous, but hopefully, you know, by that time, New York city will, will be doing all right. Um, you know, a lot of people get on Cuomo because he, you know, there's been a lot of articles out saying he wasted a lot of time and, didn't close the city, and I, I appreciate that, I appreciate those articles, but what, you know, and they're comparing it to Gavin Newsom in California, look, I appreciate that, but what I've always said, and I'm sure mistakes were made, and I'm sure they could have done better, but what I've always said is that people talk about shutting down New York City like it's an easy thing. Shutting down LA is not, or California, a, a car culture, a freeway culture, uh, uh, you know, people live in individual houses, not apartment complexes, and don't rely on the subway, and don't have all these communal spaces, is a different thing, like, it's easy to say, oh, he should have uh, reacted a month earlier, but like, what would that have looked like, because when we did finally do a lockdown in March, cases still weren't, like, out of control, right, people were still kind of like, uh, this is unnecessary, what the fuck, this shit ain't real, and ain't nobody really getting this shit, so imagine if he would have tried to do that shit two weeks earlier, and what would that have looked like, you know, um, so, you know, I, I, I'm not saying that, of course, if he'd have shut it down earlier, I'm sure there would have been less numbers, but I just don't think that, I don't think that that's a, um, look, there's, I don't, like I've said before, there's governing and there's what all you other niggas be talking about, okay, it's easy to take a chart and be like, oh, if he'd have shut it down three weeks earlier, sorry uh, let me take a sip here so I don't be coughing on y'all oh, if he would have shut it down three years three months or three weeks, whatever 
earlier, it would have been less less so many people. Yeah, but what does that mean? Like, how was that possible? Would that have been something that people would have gone along with? I'm sure those are all things they answered, and it's not like they had a test case. Now, these other states right now, going out to the Ozarks and all of that, I don't know what y'all doing because y'all had New York and California to look at. So, you know, I, I just... Again, I think people just talking a lot outside and I think it's easy to write an article on the graphs and all of this and compare it to this and compare it to that. I just think New York is a unique situation and I don't think it was just, if you tell people in California hey, you got a social distance, what do that mean to them? They don't ride the subway, they get in their car. Okay, so it means I gotta work from home. So basically, I'm just not leaving my house. I'm staying in my house, I have my yard, I, you know, I get in my car, put my mask on, I go to the store. It's not the same thing. That's That's easier to do than in New York City where people riding the subway, people riding cabs, people, you know, living all on top of each other, so it's not really a fair comparison to me to compare California, because, you know, I'm sure social distancing has interrupted them somewhat, as far as, you know, can't go to work, but um, everybody I know in LA, and from what I know of LA, from when I lived there, it's not interrupting their lives as much as it's interrupting ours, right, because you can get in a car and you can go for a drive, you're socially isolated, so if you want to go drive around, or if you want to go in your car and drive to Target, yeah, you might have to wait in the line, and yeah, you might, but it's not like the same here, where like, I haven't been anywhere that I need to go on the train, because I don't want to get on the train, because there's nobody on the train but essential workers, and you know, homeless people, and the chances of, you know, if I'm gonna catch it, is is high there, so, you know, I've been walking around, there's no Ubers, you know, there's no movie theaters, there's really nothing for us to do, we just locked up in these apartments and clapping at 7 o'clock for the medical professionals, so, um, anyway, I think all, I think we're starting to lighten up, I think we're gonna be let out, and look, I'm not going everywhere, I'm not gonna be going to these buffets, and I'm not gonna be going to these movie theaters, and all these, like, places that were already, even before coronavirus, I really, you know, was already dirty and nasty, like, I don't really, you know, I, there's one of these buffets, Jacobs, that's still open, and people be going in there, I'm like, y'all some brave motherfuckers, y'all going in a, in a, in a, in a open air, uh, uh, buffet in, in this pandemic, like, you don't know who was touching them tools, and who's on there, what's, you know, like, ugh, but, um, you know, I, I just really, I'm, I'm dying for some Chinese food, uh, really am, and I, you know, I just want to go out to eat, I'm tired of cooking, I'm tired of washing dishes, so, you know, I'm, if I'll go to a, a socially distanced restaurant, I just want to sit at a bar, excuse me, at a bar, I would like to get a salad, um, Harlem has a lot of new restaurants, and a, har- a bunch of food, or I say a bunch of new spots, but it's all kind of the same food, we don't have no decent salad places in all of Harlem that I know about, they probably might have one over by Columbia, I'm, I'm assuming, but that ain't near me, you know, we got, every place got a wings, or a burger, or this or that, but ain't, you can't find a chopped, you can't find a, um, what's the other one, a digging, you can't find a, um, uh, sweet greens, nothing, if anybody out here listening and do, y'all, y'all need to bring all of this to Harlem, because we don't have any of it, alright, so anyway, let's get started, um, I don't have it yours in negritude, because we in a fucking goddamn pandemic, and it just ain't nothing great going on, <laughs> like, that's just the end of it, uh, so, what, where I want to start at, um, again, I say this every week, sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not, it's not a lot going on, guys, so I'll be struggling to get an hour out of this, so we, you know, this is gonna be as long as it's gonna be, alright, um, so, touched on that, touched on that, where do I wanna go first, alright, let's start with the, um, the verses, so look, 
they've been doing these verses for a little while now, and some of them have been better than others, but that one last Saturday with Beanie Man and Bounty Killer was the best verses ever. It was amazing. They were in the same place, so it was like they were giving a show. They did a sound clash, um, standing right there. They was going back and forth. It's, I mean, I, I, they have done it, you know, they've been doing that for years, so, you know, I'm sure they didn't have to rehearse. I'm sure, you know, it's just natural to them. The energy was great. The police showed up, so it's like a real party. <laughs> police showed up. Uh, Rihanna came in, which I knew she would, and they stopped the whole set to, to, <laughs> Bounty Killer stopped the whole set to ask Rihanna, did she see him? It was just great, it was amazing, um, the, the, um, energy was amazing, the music was amazing, everybody, I know, you know, outside of the East Coast, the Northeast, really, well, no, East Coast, because they got a lot of, uh, West Indians, outside of places where West Indians are prevalent, dance hall's not really that known, but if you grew up on the East Coast, or you went in the Northeast, or you, you know, Florida, or any of the places where there's a lot of West Indians, um, you know, dance hall is, is, first of all, that's the basis of kind of where hip-hop came from, the whole getting up there and chanting the lyrics, that's like, if if you know, um, the real history of hip-hop, it's based on, on that, um, but, uh, it was amazing, I mean, and, you know, I think somebody said that they sent them a memo to stay away from the problematic songs, because they played a lot of good stuff, but they didn't play, like, they didn't play the hard, hard stuff, so I'm, I'm pretty sure they was trying to keep it family, but it was great, it was, the energy was amazing, their energy was amazing, they were having a good time, the Wi-Fi was perfect, like, Jamaica had better Wi-Fi than St. Louis, it was amazing, um, and I just, I just thought it was the best one, I thought, I know everybody can't be in the same place, but they were in the same place, and it was amazing, like, that just set it off, it was like you was watching a show, and I mean, they had on outfits, they had the music queued up, they was doing, you know, Beanie was doing his nice commentary, Beanie had his hair laid, it was, it was, it was the best versus that man, I don't know if anybody be able to beat that, or match that energy. Then here, recently, this week, um, or I think it was last night, or maybe the night before last, Jagged Edge and 112, now, I've been saying all along that I wasn't gonna watch all these verses, and I have skipped quite a few, like, I didn't watch, I didn't watch the Neo one, I didn't watch, if, you know, certain ones I just didn't have interest in, and I said I wasn't gonna watch Jagged Edge 112, because I had, number one, I had no interest in it, number two, I couldn't even think of, I was trying real hard to think of, like, three Jagged Edge songs, I knew 112 was gonna watch them, because it's just a higher quality group, a better, a better catalog, just everything, so I didn't even watch that, and from, and from what I observed, um, you know, watching me in Twitter, I made the right call, um, the sound wasn't right on, I think they said, hold on, sorry, drop my pin here, the sound wasn't right on, I think they said Jagged Edge's side, and it just, you know, they played their little five songs or whatever, and after that, it was a route. And look, I just said, Cupid is better than any song that that whole group, excuse me, oh god, sorry y'all, hiccups, that whole group, um, put out. I did, uh, read afterward though, that, um, like I told y'all with the Nelly thing, this whole people making excuses about the Wi-Fi, it's, you're not setting the sound up properly, that's why your connection and your Wi-Fi is not working, no, no storms, and none of that stuff affects your Wi-Fi, your Wi-Fi is cables under the ground, it's your router, and it's your booster, and you're not setting it up, so, apparently Jagged Edge, they send out, um, they send out a, a, a sound kit before all of these verses, and you can always tell who uses and who doesn't, because the baby faces, the ludicrouses, the, um, the beanie and, and bounty, the, um, 
who else? Oh, I can't think of whoever else. Oh, the Scott Storch. Whoever else's sounds are, are, are clear and no issue to Erica's and the Jill's, they're using the sound kits. And these other guys are just turning on a thing at the time, and it's terrible. And it's like, this is too big of a platform now. You got too many people coming in the room. This is too big of an opportunity for, you know, y'all to be on there with the sound. And, and it's just, it's not a good experience. And I actually, I told y'all before, I turned that Ludacris and Nelly one off several times because I was just like, this ain't it. So Swiss was saying that, you know, they're going to try to have some kind of, make it some kind of way where the person has to agree to test and use the sound kit or they can't come on the verses. And I appreciate that because at some point it's like, you know, we, it's making it's making them look bad. Because we be like, oh my God, I can't believe they haven't given a tutorial on the sound. It's like they have. The people are not paying attention. The people are not following the directions. And that's clear to me. It's not a Wi-Fi issue because when you have two people and one person's just crystal clear and yours is all fucked up and raggedy, it's clear that one of you clearly doesn't have it set up right or something, right? Um, yeah, so shout out to um shout out to Bounty Killer and Beanie Mine. I didn't listen to Jagged Edge and one twelve and I already knew what was gonna happen with that. Um so I really don't want to talk about either one of these because I just don't and I don't have the energy, but I mean I guess I gotta mention it and you know, we don't want this to be fifteen minutes long, but it's about to be that anyway. <laughs> um, so two incidents police incidents ha- well no one police incident and one racial incident happened I'm not I'm gonna be real with y'all I have not really looked into this Minnesota um incident at all because you know I just haven't like I get the gist of it some guy got arrested they was kneeling on his neck he said he couldn't breathe he died police brutality, I've seen the video and all of that the officers got fired um, they're talking about charging them you know, we know how this shit turns out, so I'm just like we'll see, you know um, and I don't mean to be flipping, or, but it's a terrible thing, but you know, I just can't do this performances anymore, I can't do the, you know, the outrage, like it's a terrible thing, it's outrageous, but it's a, it's a system, systemic problem, it's a nationwide problem it's just getting worse um, we really don't see anybody doing anything about it, and you know, the, the enforcement or whatever is spotty, if at all, even if they do get fired a lot of time they get their jobs back because of the police union, so I'ma just wait and see you know, but, but, um, we did have another police killing, you know, unnecessarily killed, the man could have just put him in the car, and, you know, instead, you were kneeling on his neck, um, so, but the second incident, though, happened here in New York City, was it yesterday, the day before yesterday, fairly recently, this lunatic white woman, so, it's a lot that could be said about this, but I'm just gonna say what I'm gonna say, because everybody else has had something to say about it, and everybody has their little angle, and their little, you know, rants and raves and whatever, I'm just gonna say what I have to say, um so basically this man was walking in the Ramble in the Central Park which I found out, it's called the Ramble because I guess, I guess that's where Bird was, I had no idea why it was called the Ramble I just, I knew it was called that but I just, I ain't I was like, oh, it must be, I just thought they named different parts of the park but apparently that's it's called that because it's like a lot of birds there and it's like where bird watchers go and so because of that they have, well, I mean, first of all, New York City, the whole city, there's a law that you have to have your dogs on a leash, right? That's just a law. Everybody knows it. You have to have your dogs on a leash, you have to pick up after your dogs. It's just everywhere in all the boroughs. But I guess in the Ramble, because they have these birds, and they don't want the dogs chasing and harassing the birds or whatever, they have signs specifically, please put your dog on a leash. Because in the park, you can have your dogs, you know, in different places off the leash. But I guess in the Ramble, they want them on the leash because of the birds. So, 
This guy's walking by, and this lady is, like, um, off to the side, got her dog off the leash, and the poor dog is, I don't still don't know what she's doing with the dog, but she's choking and gripping the dog up. The poor dog is, like, getting dragged and jerked all about the neck, right? The man's, like, just conversational tone, like, hey, can your dog supposed to be on a leash, right? A conversation that, in, in with any regular person, she could have been like, you know, yeah, I'm getting him on it now, blah, put him on a leash, go, never would have heard this incident, but no, this lunatic white woman turns around and starts screaming and yelling and dragging the poor dog by his neck, again, yoked up, he's got no leash, she's, she's got him by the collar, choked up, holding the dog up by his neck, I have no idea why she's doing this to this dog, um, which we found out was a rescue dog, um, poor thing, and just, like, screaming and yelling and telling this man that, she, you know, he's harassing her. And, I mean, dude is, like, literally, like, ma'am, you, your dog's not supposed to be on a leash. Uh, your dog's on a leash. It's not on a leash. Please leash the dog, you know. And um, he's like, okay, fine. Then I, I guess this is a thing I didn't know either. I guess people, I, this is so strange to me. I guess people have food, a trick, I guess, to get people to leash their dogs, is you put snacks in your hand, so if the dogs are run over and eat the snack, and this causes people to put their dog on a leash, I, sound dumb to me, I don't say we can't just put the dog on a leash, but apparently this is a thing, so he starts doing that or whatever, and then she's screaming and screeching, and says she's gonna call the cops and tell the cops that an African American man is, har- is harassing her, so he's like, go ahead, please, he's just filming, he's, she's just running up on him, pointing at him, yelling and screaming, I mean, just, just being a fucking lunatic, the man asked you to put your dog on a leash, that's it, he didn't even go over to where she was, like, cause she's like off to the side in like the grass, he's on the walkway, he's like a good, uh, probably 10, 20 feet, he's a good way from her, she's running up to him, in and out the camera, you're threatening me, I feel afraid, she calls the police, and lies in the police, like yelling in the phone, screeching, and like, moving her voice around, making it sound like she's being attacked, basically lying in the phone, staging the incident, this man is standing there the whole time filming her stupid ass, and she's doing this, right, and he posts that to the internet, and that's what we see, and it turns out that this lady's name is, what is her name, I don't even know the bitch name, but she works for Franklin Tim, you know, listen, Twitter, um, criminal investigative service, look, you don't want to mess with it, them motherfuckers be finding shit fast, I told you, they need to put them on child support, Bin Laden, he already did, but whoever else is fugitive out there, y'all need to put the Twitter criminal investigative service on it, because they be fine, they found this woman's Instagram, her LinkedIn, and her dog's Instagram, <laughs> and like, by the end of the night, um, and she worked as Franklin Templeton Investments as a VP, they started adding it, bitch got fired, by 10, she got fired on a day off, and good for her, this is clearly a racial incident, because, you know, she knew by, she she said, I'm gonna tell them a black guy is attacking me, so this is what I've I've been saying specifically about why, you know, I'm, I'm not interested in, like, engaging white people in these conversations, I'm not interested in going back and forth about what's racist, what not's racist, debate, because you got, white people know, they know what they're doing, it's your system, you set it up, you're aware how it works, you know what you're, you know what it is, you know what you're doing, and white women specifically are, are very, very, um, you know, there's a whole slur made up for Karen, you know, we, and it's not even a slur, it's just, it's just, it's just your behavior is so well known, and has a, such a long documented history that people just have named it, I mean, there was a whole thing, as Karen a slur, I mean, it's not, look, every, every, um, stereotype comes from somewhere, and it's just that 
whenever, uh, whenever you say to a black person, Karen, we know exactly what you're talking about. We're talking about a white woman who is being ridiculous, who is trying to, uh, you know, at work, they're, you know, microaggressing you, and when you try to deal with them like an adult, they want to go into tears and play the victim, or you ask them a reasonable thing, like, please put your dog, and they, you know, go into hysterics and call the cops. It's basically, if you don't do what I, me, white, Miss Ann, the white lady is telling you, then I'm going to fucking have you killed by police or some other terrible thing. And they've been doing it going back to slavery, okay? And that's why a lot of these workplaces are not diverse and they don't have inclusion. They always wonder why, because y'all think that diversity means hiring white women. However, white women, and it's across the board, are not all y'all. And if y'all not who I'm talking about, please don't get offended. If you're not a Karen, don't worry about it, okay, because Karen's, y'all know the Karen's we talking about, that's why when that <laughs> that lady tried to act like on Twitter that Karen was a slur, it was mainly other white women that was like, girl, please, we know exactly who they talking about, we all have encountered Karen's, even, even us, right, but there's a lot of Karens in the workplace and they make it very uncomfortable for minorities, black women in particular because at least if you're a black man, you know you can play the the race card but when it's a white woman and you try to say, oh my god, no, we're both women, we're sisters, blah blah, look, it's a story old as time, it's the reason why the, the women's movement was segregated it's just white women historically they try to play that oh we're a minority too but you're not that's why Donald Trump is president it's the 53% because at the end of the day you always side with your whiteness because that's where you feel like you have power because you know that that shit will elevate you over black people and you can pull all kind of stunts and you can claim the victim and you can cry and do just as just exactly what this lady said oh I didn't mean him any harm at all you absolutely meant him harm man because listen what she, she acted like a lunatic but this is New York City, like, if he tells you to put your leash on a dog, you could be like, fuck you, mind your business, whatever, you know, and still didn't have to put your leash, your dog on a leash, you could have, that could have been a totally antagonistic, uh, encounter, without you doing and saying what you did, which was to call the police and say that a black man, you knew exactly, you could have just said a random man, because that still would have got the police there, because the central part, people get raped, people get beat all the time, you could have, you could have pulled your little stupid stunt, your little ridiculous stunt, and just been like, a man attacked me, and when they got there, you know, just let shit go from there, but you wasn't even slick enough for that, you know, cause when the police would've got on the scene, then it would've been your word against his, seeing if he didn't have that videotape, it would've been your word against his, and we know how that wouldn't go, but no, you specifically said it was a black man, because you knew when they came there, that, that he, and probably every other black person in that park was gonna have problems, okay, we just saw, um, the Central Park Five, we saw what all went happened with that, so don't tell me you didn't mean him harm, you absolutely meant him harm, you acted like a fucking lunatic, you didn't have to react that way at all, you could have put your leash, your dog on a leash, and both of y'all could have went on about your day, and none of us would have heard of this, and now you're out of a job, and talking about your life has been destroyed, it should be destroyed, cause you're a fucking stupid bitch, you reacted like a fucking lunatic, it was completely unnecessary, and you were totally trying to get, harm that man, because there was no reason for you to say he was African American, and I know you said that, because white people swear, if they don't say nigger, then they're not racist, and I'm pretty sure that she's, her justification for why it wasn't racist, cause she said African American, I didn't say nigger I said African American, bitch we know what you were doing, you know what you were doing 
and y'all have been doing it for a long time, and this is why we don't want to talk to you about it, because every, we know that you know what you're doing, and you've been gaslighting us, and we're just tired of it, and I just, I'm, I hope you never know peace, I'm glad you lost your job, the police said they weren't going to charge you, because, you know, they got more important things to do, and I guess that's fine, but I wish you would have been charged, because you met, you filed a false report, and you really wanted that man, at the very least, to be harassed by police, and... <laughs> nine times out of ten, I mean, you know, it's not his, it's not hysterics, it's not being dramatic to say that he may have been killed, because he may have been, because we see what happens when the police show up, and you tried to weaponize the police on that man, and then try to make like it wasn't racist, and, and y'all do that shit all the time, all the time, and thank God we got videos now, because back in the day, when we used to say this shit happened, you know, oh, you know, we're always exact, because we just crazy, we just make shit up, we just, you know, I don't know, lunatics, and we just keep making up these incidents that don't happen, and we swore that's not what happened, and that doesn't happen to you, and blah, 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 so now we got it on video, you know, people videotaping, and it's still, oh, well, that's not, it was people trying to defend her, oh, well, she had a bad day, how do you know how her day went, don't nobody give a fuck about how her day went, nobody gives a fuck about how her day went, because all she had to do was put the dog on a leash, you did all that stupid shit, because you didn't like that a black man was telling you what to do, and so you decided you were gonna call the police and get him into trouble, because who the fuck does he think his black ass is telling you anything, that's exactly what that was, y'all do that all the time, you think we don't know it, but we do, when you do it at the job, when you do little, you know, send your little snitchy emails, and, you know, if somebody ever tries to defend themselves or push back, oh, now we the angry black person, and we're so aggressive, and oh my god, she's threatening, or he's threatening, that's what y'all do all the fucking time, and then you talk to us like we don't know what's going on, and like we're stupid, so I'm glad he caught that on camera, and y'all can just, like Toni Morrison said, white people, you have a serious problem, and y'all can just talk about it amongst yourselves, cause I'm t- I'm, I'm not gonna be, alright, I'm not going back and forth, I'm, I don't watch none of these panels, I don't wanna be in no dialogues, I don't wanna none of that shit, because y'all know what y'all are doing, you watch your other white people do it, you don't check each other on it, you all sit back and deny, and get all defensive, and oh my god, everything's about race, it is everything about race, cause y'all made it about race, cause y'all the one that went around the world, and snatched colored people up out of their places where they were minding their business, and sold them as slaves, and told them they they were inferior, and they were second class citizens, and they was jungles, uh, you know, monkeys in the jungle, and nobody, yet, we didn't have no history, nobody ever did nothing, and made us slaves, and made us work for no money, and set up this whole system where, you know, white is right, and they get all the privileges and all the rights, and we not supposed to get nothing, so yeah, it is about race, everything is about race, because that's how you made it, we was minding our business, we wasn't worried about y'all folks, we was seasoning our food, we was dancing to our music, we was enjoying our sunshine, we wasn't worried about y'all and y'all raggedy, plague-ridden country, y'all came and got us, and set up this whole racist system globally, so yeah, everything is about race, exactly um, so yeah, that's all I have to say on that and that whole incident, I mean, there is much more that could be said, I've seen y'all think pieces, I've seen y'all articles but I just didn't, that particular incident, I just didn't want to get too deep in it because I feel like some things don't need the analysis, it just speaks for itself, and if you watch that video, that video was, I don't know how much it was, two or three minutes of everything that we have been talking about for the past 400 years, as far as race, racism, period, and white women, specifically, that's where Karen came from, that's why we call y'all Karens, because that behavior right there, and I guarantee you that when that, when that woman got fired from her job, somebody at that place, 
probably more than one or two somebody's of color, if there's any, even any in there, was happy and was not surprised at all, I'm sure she has, I'm sure there's a bunch of people in there that don't like her, and a bunch of people in there that she has given problems, because, and that's what we're talking about, just like up in jobs, y'all, every, no places, we don't know how it's diverse, we can't keep minority, because that bitch was a VP, and she was in charge of people, I'm sure, probably in, uh, had input on who gets promoted, who gets the best work, who does, people like that, but when we say that, it's like, y'all looking at us like, we crazy, and she's not the only one, and that's why, because if the few of us you get in there, we gotta deal with people like that, and when we say something, we crazy, and we making it up, because you know, just, uh, she didn't think anything was wrong with it, she did all that by being filmed on camera, and thought nothing was wrong with it, thought it was just fine, so imagine how they act when they know it's, you know, it's no camera, it's nothing you can do, because you're, she's a VP, and you're whatever you are under her, you know, why didn't I get the promotion, why didn't, oh, well, you know, I just, I don't know if you're ready for it, I don't know. okay, bitch, these are the things that we are talking about, and so, I don't think it needs no extra explanation, I don't think it needs no extra digging, I think it spoke for itself, um, it, it, you know, white women love to act like, you know, they're repressed too, and they are, y'all are repressed, but, you know, it's, we can't even really feel bad for y'all, because y'all buy into the system, because every time we try to, you know, link up with y'all, you don't wanna, you know, you wanna be in charge, and nobody knows nothing for you, and you, you know, you know, everything, you wanna vote for Trump, because, you know, God forbid you vote for one of your own, y'all, y'all do not support each other at all, God forbid you vote for another white woman, because then you might have to, like, you know, stop crying and bitching, and actually, you know, say some progress is being made, but whatever, but, um, I'm glad she got fired, I hope she never knows peace, um, I'm pretty sure, people were like, oh, well, you know, people, she probably only got fired because it, it, it came to new, I'm, I, that could be true, but I think it was pretty swift, the, it went from, she's been on, it went from the video was out, to about an hour and a half later, she's been on administrative leave, to three hours she was fired, I think what happened was, they called her up, and she said the same shit she'd been saying on TV, I didn't mean him any harm, like, anybody looking at that tape, at that video, knows exactly what she did, and that she absolutely, I don't know how you can say that you didn't mean him any harm, because you could've just, again, we wouldn't have known you or him, if all you had to do is put that dog on the leash, and be on my bed, he's over here, I'm trying to get him, he ran off, whatever the fuck it was, cause she was over there fucking around with that dog, I don't know what that dog was doing, but she had that dog yoked up, yoked up, and all she had to be, my, I'm trying to get him in control, and put the leash on, thanks, you know, no problem, and been on your way, you fucking, she lost her fucking mind, cause how dare that black man tell her to do anything, and that's exactly what it was, and I'm so glad she got fired, and I hope she never knows peace, and I hope she don't get another job in New York City, or anywhere, but I know she probably will, but whatever, you, you hire that bitch, you know who you hiring, and um, you know, that's on you, terrible, one of the, one of the things I deal with in my job is reputational risk, where we advise people, like, look, this is, this is what the person did, this is what it's gonna look like, this is how it's gonna damage your brand, I don't know if you wanna do this, because, you know, you know, being caught, you know, being, being caught at 18, hopping the subway is, is different than, you know, these 10, uh, sexual, uh, harassment complaints here, and, you know, we don't know, the risk might not be worth it, that's gonna be going on everywhere that that lady tries to get a job, um, so fuck her, um, yeah, so, that's that on that, I don't have too much else more, so I'll go to, um, what I'm watching, um, so, yeah, that hasn't started yet, I'm still watching, um, Penny Dreadful, Santa Muerte, 
it's still not good, but I'm still watching it. It's, it's all over the place. Like, I don't know what it's trying to do. I don't know what it's giving, but I can tell it's, a, again, it's supposed to be like this Latino thing, but you can just tell it's written by white people. It ain't this, the dude that sh- shot his bro- one brother. I told y'all before he shot his one brother because, you know, to try to save the cop. Now he done pulled the gun on his another brother, Mexican dude. I'm like, okay, this is, I don't know who writing this, but it ain't nobody Mexican. Uh, but I just, I started it, and I just want to see it through, but, um, it's not great, it's trying to give, I don't really know what it's trying to give, again, um, but, you know, whatever, it's something on right now, waiting for Lovecraft County to come on to HBO, that's a new, um, series that's coming on with Journey Smollett, and it's like, uh, it's based off a book that I haven't really read, so, but it looks really good, it's kind of like a horror, like a Jordan Peele style racial horror flick type thing, and it looks really good, so I can't wait for that to start, um, Miss America, Mrs. America, I have started watching on Hulu, I haven't gotten far, I'm literally in the first episode, I have such a hard time with Hulu, I don't know if it's because my TV is too old, I have a Samsung smart TV, you know, but it's, uh, it's an older model, but still, it's a Samsung, like, them motherfuckers don't come, you know, no kind of, like, janky way, but for some reason, Hulu just does not it just don't agree with it, it'll, it'll, it cuts my TV off, it's always buffering, sometimes when I'm trying to watch it, it'll pause, and then I gotta, I gotta back all the way out, and then I can't just pick up where I'm at, I gotta start all over again, it's annoying, it's annoying, it's annoying, so it's hard for me to watch stuff on Hulu, so, I'm only in episode one, but, um, it's Mrs. America's with Kate Winslet and Sarah Paulson, and it's about Phyllis Shively and the, like, the, um, whole women's lib, and, anti-women's lib movement, and I've been, re- I, I, I mean, I've not known Sarah Paulson to be anything bad, I've not known Kate Blanchett, who's one of my favorite actresses of all time, actually, to be anything bad, so I knew it was gonna be good, um, but I wasn't necessarily gonna watch it, because I just, I don't know, I'm tired of white women <laughs> stories, but apparently, uh, Anissi Nash is in it, so apparently it's a little bit more than that, and it's actually gotten really good reviews, so I'm watching that, but again, I can't I can just tell y'all about it, I'm only in episode one and barely into that, um, but it looks decent, I mean, again, it's Kate Blanchett, Sarah Paulson, I, I, I can't imagine they would make anything bad, um, and then I watched season two of Homecoming, uh, with Janelle Monet in it, I didn't watch season one of Homecoming, I tried, I told y'all last week, I don't, I just couldn't get through it, um, but I watched season two, apparently season 2 is a continuation of season 1, I guess I just watched season 2 and I didn't feel lost or anything, like I figured I was like, okay, well whatever I didn't see, I guess I didn't see it, like I didn't really need to go back, I wasn't gonna go back um, it was decent, Janelle was really good um, she plays a queer character and um I guess if you watch season 1 you know, like the characters, Geist is the company and they're doing something with veterans, and so this is the part two, it was good, I mean, it it was decent, the only, only thing is, the first episode, um, she wakes up in a boat, and she's like, doesn't know where she is, but she sees a person on the shore, and the person that she saw on the shore, I knew who that person was, and so it kind of gave it away for me, like, I didn't, I didn't know exactly what it was gonna be, but I knew who the person on the shore was, and because I knew who the person on the shore was, I was kinda like, 
okay, how do you know, I, I kind of think I see where this is going. Yeah, you know, I didn't know every detail, but I kind of think I saw, see where this is going. So that was the only thing. Like, I was just kind of watching it, not so much in suspense, but to see, okay, how is this going to loop back around to where she's in the boat and that dude is on the shore? Because I already know that that's the dude that's on the shore, right? So it was like that. Um, but it was, you know, it was good. It was worth it. Again, I didn't watch season one at all. I couldn't get through it. I got through season two with no problems. Only seven episodes, but it kept me, you know, it wasn't no moments where I was like, oh, this is just, I can't do it. Um, so, you know, that was pretty decent. Um, what else? Uh, there's something else. No, I, maybe not. I can't. Oh, there's, um, another one. It's called blood and water or something like that, it's a night, no, it's, well, it's set in South Africa, Netflix be having a lot, they got a lot of, they licensing a lot of stuff through Africa, they had the Queen Sono, it's a lot of stuff through Nigeria, but this one is, um, I, I just started, but it's pretty good, it's set in South Africa, um, and it's like this girl, her sister had gotten snatched through a human trafficking ring or something, and she like didn't know about it, so, it's pretty interesting, um, that's coming up, a 90 day fiance, (laughs) um, so, last week, apparently Lana is real, quote fingers real, um, if you don't watch, if you don't watch for the 90 days, there's no way I could, I could catch you up on this, you just either know what I'm talking about or you don't, but apparently Lana was real, I say quote fingers real because, like I told y'all what happened, they went and found, they figured out that this dude was not going away, he kept coming to Kiev to meet her, and they probably was like, yo, we could really scam this dude, because he's flying over here, he got money to fly back and forth, so, you know, let's go find the girl that's in this picture, and we gonna run this, you know, we gonna really fleece this dude, and I think that's what happened, and I think that's why the delay, like, he came over there, kept giving him the run around, sent the other girl, you know, these girls are clearly escorts, they all look the same, they're clearly escorts, and then, you know, they were, he, they, she gave him a wrong address, and was he was going all over Kiev, knocking on doors, looking for this girl, and he finally went back to the USA, when he went back to the USA he got back in the chat room, and she was like, okay I'm sorry, come meet, so I'm pretty sure that during that time, that's what they were doing, gathering, finding her gathering her, look bitch, gonna meet this dude gonna kill your whole fucking family, cause she's clearly an escort, cause they have her on camera and they're asking about how much money she's got and she's like, I don't wanna talk about that, I don't think that she's I don't think she knows uh, David at all, I think they used her picture and whoever fat grandma or grown man has been chatting with him for these seven years, I don't think it's been her and I and I was suspecting that and now I'm sure because of the conversation, because that's why I was like, I want to see what this conversation is like, because he was bringing up stuff, and she was just sitting there like, well first of all, they couldn't, she didn't speak too much of English, they was going through the translator which was bad enough but he was saying stuff to her and she was like, looking like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, like, oh you remember when we blah blah blah, she was like, mm, yes mm. I was like, that girl ain't been talking to him, they just used her picture, and they had to go find the girl from the picture um you know, and she's clearly an escort, so, it was just crazy, because David was over, he got this long, Jerry's, Jeremy spoken class today ass, leather trench coat, <laughs> walking around Kiev, looking like a fucking serial killer, 
and he's like trying to all hug up on her and he's like okay so you know I, I was hoping you come back to me and she was just like yeah I'm ready to go now like nigga what are you talking about like dog they told me to come here I'm only here cause I don't want them to fucking cut my kid's head off so I'm coming here and you know it's a chance to be on TV and maybe we can get a little money out of this but I don't know what you're talking about I could, you could just tell by her body language she did not know who this dude was I don't think she's been chatting with him at all I think that she used her picture um but, um, so that was David, uh, Usman and baby girl Lisa, I'm over, because I think baby girl Lisa is ignorant of rude, and I think Usman, look, I understand, bro, you want a green card, and you're trying to get to America, but she's very disrespectful, she talks to you like you her slave, she talks to you like a servant, she, she's very disrespectful to your family, and I just think you can find another, you can find somebody else to marry, you can find, uh, I just, I just feel like he's enamored with her, or feels like she's elite because she's white, because I guarantee you one of these old, lonely ass black women would spot, would come marry you and bring your Nigerian ass over here and sponsor you as a green card, but you want this white woman because you think she's wealthy, and she's white and your parents is right that she gonna get you over here and treat you like a slave because she already been treating you like that in Nigeria, and I guarantee you, somebody said that they um, confirmed that he called that she's been calling him nigger, I'm not surprised surprised at all, because like I told y'all before, Lisa's from York, Pennsylvania, I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, York, Pennsylvania's in Lancaster County, it's the county, it's, it's western Pennsylvania, it's like an hour, two hours outside of, of, of Philly, it's where you go on your class trips, when you, we go out to see the Amish and the Pennsylvania Dutch, out that way, and no motherfucking people are racist, they got all kind of clan out there, all kind of white supremacist compounds out there, um, Lincoln University's out there, ask them students, they have problems with them white people all the time, it is racist as fuck out there, so I was, I was not surprised, and they all inbred, that's why Lisa looked like she looked, um, so I was like, I know he don't, she don't call him a nigger, and I'm just like, Usman, you know, you know, took this old ass white lady, cause he's like 24, she's like 50 something, it's like, and, and she just like, it's this one scene, I hated it, it was a couple weeks ago, they were in the hotel room, and they, uh, about to go be his mom, and Usman takes his shirt off, and she's just leering at him like a fucking perv, he's trying to, he's telling her and trying to talk to her, and she just like mouth agape, like she might as well be just leering at him, and I was like, ugh like, dude, get some pride, get some pride, like she looking at you like you a fucking monkey in a cage, right ugh, it was just, I I just don't like it, I just think he can find somebody else, I think she's disrespectful I know you're trying to get to America she did though, she did have this funny part where she really killed his career though, cause Usman is like some kind of rapper, uh, what is it, soldier boy, but yeah, she was like and you're local talent, okay, you're not no worldwide talent, you're fucking local talent you're not no big deal, I got 50 guys back in America wanting to get with me and I was like, okay, Lisa, sure you do. I mean, actually, I'm pro- she probably do, because she's exactly kind of white woman that these, these weak, link black dudes be trying to get with. Um, with that old fucking Little House on the Prairie red-ass dress she always wearing. Um, with no shape. She's shaped like a fucking popsicle. Um, yeah, so, that's Usman and baby girl Lisa. So, Ash and, I always forget the girl's name, but the one that I, I call her Jennifer, cause he think he got a Becky, but he got a Jennifer, so, I don't, I don't know, um, so, again, like, everything Ash tells her, turns out to not be true, so, apparently, he's not from Australia, he's from Mauritius, so, 
it's taking him a long time to get his passport because of that, like, he's Australian citizen, I guess, but because he came through Maritis, which is off the uh, island of Madagascar, it's a whole ordeal, and so now he's telling her, you know, and, and he just, his, none of his, to me, his stories always seem like full of holes and like probably not the truth because now he's like, well, you know, they, they just send me my passport. They won't tell me anything about it. So she's kind of, again, she is, she just kind of looks at him and takes in what he's saying, but you could tell she's thinking and processing like, cause she keeps catching this dude in life. So she just kind of look at him. She's like, okay, well, you know, we're going to have to, I thought that when I came here, like, you would be able to come back or whatever. She was saying in a very roundabout way, like, you know, but now that I'm here, you know, you, you, your son can't really come, you can't really come. I'm not really trying to separate your son from his mother because I talked to her, and she's not down with it. It just, she just was kind of, it's not that she was like, this is not going to work out, but she, to me, she was like, look, I'm just gonna say this, and then I'm gonna go back to America and fuck this nigga, that's what I was, the vibes I was getting from her, like, you know, we can still chat or whatever, but this dude ain't really what I thought it was, and she talking about some, he don't have no information on the passport, they won't tell him nothing, which don't sound right to me, um, you know, she was just kind of looking at him like, okay, dude, right, like, she's always looking at him, like, just like, you can see her wheels, she's, she's not a dumb girl, right, you can see her wheels spinning when he, when he tells her something, because again, he's very manipulative, he tries to manipulate her, he tries to tell her any old thing, and you can just see her wheels spinning while he's doing it, like, she'd be receiving what he's saying, but you can see her wheels spinning, like, this don't really, ain't adding up, this ain't really what he said, you know, so that's how she's kind of looking at him. So I don't know if that's gonna work. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I think she needs I think he's showing a lot of red flags and she needs to pay attention to that shit. So then Jeff and Varya. Girl, yo. Varya hopped her ass on a plane from Russia and came to uh wherever he from, Knoxville, whatever part of Tennessee he's from, and kicked down Jeffrey's door and damn near fought he had his another girl in there. She's was trying to fight that girl, and that girl did not want no smoke, and I do not blame her, because let me tell you something, them Russians, they ruthless, they wasn't raised like us, they was raised up fighting each other with fists, and, you know, putting guns together in, in school, and, you know, they get military training and all kind of shit, like, the, that cold, the Cold War Russians, they wasn't no joke, bro, and so I was like, white lady, you do not, that one, that she might pull a fucking knife out of her boot and cut your throat, like, they are, they do not give a fuck, that's why when they come over here, they so vicious, cause they ain't afraid of our jails, cause the jails over there is like, literally, they dig a hole and throw you in it, you know what I'm saying, the motherfuckers are not worried about us, so the old girl got her stuff, and got out, and good for her, cause Varya kept, and, cause he even, um, Jeff was trying to be like, well, it's not her fault. Varya's like, I don't give a fuck who fault it is. She, you bank it. She, look, what's 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 good, right? So the girl left, and um, she was like, I came over here to fight for you, blah blah blah. Varya, look, I think you know, you need to. That dude is not telling you the truth. He is telling you that he only got these narcotic charges. That's not true. He got all these charges for violence and assaults against women. He hits women. He's uh 
aggressive with women, and he's very manipulative, as you can tell, and I knew, I knew, I knew, I was not surprised, because Vari was like, oh, you just left, and now you got this girl in here, and I knew, I was, I knew it, when, when, again, his reaction, when he first got over there, and found out that she was talking to other dudes, just like he was talking to him, I was like, his reaction, he's doing too much, he's, he's probably got talking to other girls, he was just doing too much, he was just crying, and I'm wasting my, and I'm like, dude, y'all been chatting, online, she been chatting with other people y'all been dating, y'all wasn't exclusive y'all wasn't none of that, you came over there to see what it was gonna be, how are you flipping out because she talks to some other dude that she wasn't with, she told you, yeah I talked to other guy, but it's not him I've started, I've started talking to you more cause I liked you more, that should have been, you know, he was just flipping out, and then he you know, I knew then, I was like, something ain't right with him something is off, and then found out about his charges, I'm like, uh-huh, and he's not telling her the truth, cause he keeps saying this, I don't think he's changed, because if you was changed, and the rehab, and all that, you would be telling her the truth, but you're not, you only telling about her, them drug charges, you ain't telling her how you be going upside bitches' heads, and I can just tell, he's, uh, just, he's emotionally unstable, his reaction when she, dude, you've been over there five days, you wanted her to marry you, she was like, look, we going too fast, she didn't say no, she didn't say get the fuck out of here, she's just like, we going too fast, which, correct, cause she like, you know, told me about these charges, I keep finding stuff out about you, and we just like, we went to a spa dude and some dinner, like, relax, right, he say no, you say no, and that dude got on the plane and, and just went back home, that should tell you, Barry, he is emotionally unstable, because he acts crazy, and when you didn't want to marry him, he flipped out, <coughs> Google his charges, girl, because it ain't just some narcotics. And even the narcotics, it was enough to like send him away. It was like it wasn't like he was on drugs. It was like he was distributing drugs. So he got mm-mm. you, you, you almost dodged a bullet. And you need to keep dodging it, Varia. So and the other couples, I don't care about. I can't. I'm don't care about Stephanie. I don't care about Tom and Darcy. Um, poor Yolanda. Um, I I didn't um. I think she's been texting back to Williams, but she won't tell her kids. Her kids are just disgusting. You can tell her kids are embarrassed. Her kids only barely, like, look her in the eye. Her kids just be sitting there like, ugh. I, I, you just tell her kids are done with it. So she's trying to hide the text from her kids. I don't know what her problem is. I don't know if she's slow or had a head injury or something, but something is wrong with Yolanda because it's, I don't know. She don't make no sense. Um, yeah, so, that's it, that's this episode, um, short week, holiday week, um, not a lot going on, um, you know, um, (coughs) sorry, allergies, man, ooh, um, mother nature's just doing the most, um, yeah, so thanks for listening, um, thanks for asking, um, hit me up on Twitter at KMGZ, um, you can hit me up the email, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com, like me and rate me on all the different platforms, because that helps me, you know, gain audience and grow, um, and every week I'm doing that, and I appreciate y'all for it, um, you know, if you just want to hit me up and say hi and say what's up, you know, because we all stuck in the house, so, yeah, um, thanks for listening, and see y'all next week, peace.